This is the Temple of Geek Cosplay Connection. Your inside connection to the world of cosplay. Welcome to another episode of Cosplay Connection. On this episode, I get the opportunity to speak with Madison of Miss Mad Love Cosplay. Madison is a Texas-based cosplayer who is a huge Star Wars fanatic, but also has a soft spot for Marvel and Disney. So let me introduce you to this episode's guest, Madison. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Would you be willing to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, I'm glad you kind of gave me a little bit of synopsis. Uh, so I'm a 22-year-old uh, marketing major, and I basically am a huge nerd, like you've already kind of previously mentioned. I'm currently wearing a Wolverine shirt, even though it's a little hard to see. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just started cosplay like June of 2016, and I basically took the skills that I learned in marketing, and it helped me just kind of like literally blew out of nowhere and um, I remember my boyfriend was just telling me like babe you could really do well in this and I was like okay well let's go with it and then I started um, going to other comic cons and making more cost making more cosplays and it was fantastic and so now I'm just kind of excited for almost City comic-con coming up next weekend cool what, what what specifically got you into cosplay what was it that got you was it just your boyfriend or Oh, well, it was actually, um, he's the one that kind of introduced me to the world, for instance, and I remember we were going to go to the Terror Expo in San Antonio from Alamo City, and he did, he did, uh, oh, what's this, what's that character's name for Underworld? Um, Van Helsing. He did Van Helsing, okay. and he was like, hey, you should do Celine. I was like, okay, like, those are two creepy characters. I mean, back then, I didn't even know how to, like, do makeup. I didn't know what I was doing. I, like ordered some pieces that looked cool and you know, I was an all jet black and then um, I had these contacts on it took me like an hour to put them on I never even like worn contacts before I was like I'm gonna kill myself like, I'm gonna go blind it was really funny because she has really like piercing blue blue eyes mm -hmm. so anyway it was really exciting and uh, we went to the event it was a lot smaller and then we ended up going to uh, Space City Comic Con which we all know the politics of that one but it was my first exposure to Comic Con and it was massive I remember walking into the room and I was like what is this it is a whole new world nerd <laughs> and mecca so that was really cool <laughs> <laughs> right it was just like it was crazy but um, even though all the other cosplayers there were like oh man this was such a this was such a bad event but I, it was my first exposure and I was like man this is cool like people came up to me and they were like Oh my gosh, are you a professional cosplayer? I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, I have no Wait, idea. that's a thing? <laughs> yeah, it was really insane. Well, it's because, like, I love fashion and I love, uh, like, geeky characters. I have a giant, like, pop doll wall, like, behind me. It's kind of hard to see. Um, so I just kind of, like, combined the two likes. And uh, people liked my cosplays. So that's how it kind of, like, blew up. I was exposed and I was like, wow, this is crazy cool. <laughs> that's awesome. So. <laughs> Some of your costumes, like Thor and Storm, are amazing. Like I love them; they're they're awesome. What what is it about those characters that just makes you want to dress up as them? Well, Thor, I've always liked. I've always liked. I've liked that era. I've liked. I mean, and then once Avengers came out, I was like, holy crap! Like this is a really cool character. I loved the detail in his armor. I liked, of course, his long flowy hair. And then I remember thinking, oh well, surely there's like more comic book characters. So I remember looking up. Um, all the info on the female Thor and I thought oh my gosh this is so much cooler like so I ended up doing a little more research in the comics and I remember thinking wow you know what I could totally do a mashup of the movie version and the comic book version and just make it my own because I don't like doing cosplays that are all about complete 100% accuracy I like to like really make it my own so I went ahead and combined the two and that's how Thor became so popular and Storm I've always been a fan of X-Men like that was my childhood like 
geeky series like growing up besides Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So I remember thinking, well, you know, I've seen a ton of Jean Greys, I've seen a ton of a ton of Wolverines or X twenty threes. So I thought, well, let me let me tackle Storm because she has an edgy look. You know, granted, you know, my hair is shaved on one side. I thought, you know, I might as well like rock my own version of it. So that is kind of what inspired me. I thought, let me do a character that has short hair that has like massive cool like white contacts and then make my own edgy look of it. So you were at the Fan Expo recently, and you got to meet Mark Hamill. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Being such a huge Star Wars fan, what was that experience like? Because I know for me it was crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, like, I can't even I can't even fathom. Like, just thinking about it right now makes me nervous. Like, we had literally a span of six to ten seconds. Yeah, like, they were hurting us through that line. <laughs> well, I mean... Kudos to Dallas Fan Expo because they were fast. They were like, everyone is going to get their moment. Everyone needs to make sure they have their time, like blah, blah. But because it was so fast, I didn't expect all the barking of the staff. And not in a bad way. It's just that's how it went. So I'm walking on my tall gold boots, you know, for my storm. I purposely dressed up as Storm because I knew he was going to see a zillion Jedi or Star Wars cosplays. And I had a Jedi and I had a Lady Vader. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to bring something that's going to stand out. He's going to enjoy seeing something different. So I hear the photographer, like, literally click, like, like smile, and then, like, click, and then next. So I'm hearing all this loud commotion. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like, cause I'm actually getting nervous. And me, like, I'm a chatterbox. Like, I'm totally an extrovert. Like, I don't get nervous. So for me, it was, like, even more overwhelming. So then I start, uh, I'm up I'm up next. I'm like, okay, Maddie, breathe. Like, you know, you're going to have to, like, hug him and smile. And I start walking towards him in my tall gold boots and my whole spikes and everything. And his eyes, like, widen and his jaw drops. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you look fantastic. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And I just start saying, like, thank you so much for all you've done for us. Like, you're so inspirational. And I've said something along those lines. I don't remember. And anyway, he, he went and he hugged me. Like, I was tall because he was sitting in a chair. And his head is like literally right here and I can feel like his soft hair on my face I was like is this really happening I remember my brain going there and then the photo was about to snap I was like I need a smile and I was like <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle the photo came out like all right oh, wait can I show you the photo sure oh my gosh okay I'm gonna make sure nothing falls <laughs> I'm so excited it came out so well <laughs> Ooh, I have one of those like Tempur-Pedic beds so I can't let it like I can't let it fall. Oh, look at that. Look at that beauty. Yeah, that is he awesome. He is, like, happier to see me <laughs> and to see him. Look at that. Okay, that was That came great. out so much better than mine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you were there. Your, your, your profile picture is of that event. Oh, my gosh. How was your experience? Oh, uh, my experience, it was pretty much like yours. I was just, like, in total awe that I saw this guy and got to meet him for a few seconds, but it was just seconds. So I wish right. it was a longer interaction, but it, it was cool. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what other conventions are you planning on attending this year? Definitely Alma City Comic Con, which was May 26th through the 28th. And then I'm also going to be a guest at the Laredo Comic Con mm -hmm. in late September, early October. It got pushed back a little bit, but I'm definitely going to be at that convention as well. Um, I might be going to Anime Expo in July. I have not set anything in stone yet, but those are the those are the three I'm looking at right now. Uh, have you ever competed in any type of cosplay convention uh, competitions? Conventions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not, but I have been a cosplay judge for Alice City Comic Con last year, and that was exciting. I was with McCube's cosplay and Animia. 
and it was on my right and that was that was so amazing just to see so many costumes like it's just like I mean and there was like a couple that got you know a, a couple who proposed like on the stage like so much happens and you're like what's happening you're like you're crying and then you're excited and then you're trying to record everything so I have not been in a cost in a contest but I have been behind the scenes and I've like ex- still experienced almost all the amazing like emotions that happen <laughs> well, what, what's it like being a judge for one of those competitions I mean seeing all these amazing costumes and having to choose the winner what's what's that like Oh my gosh, it's, it is really tough because, you know, shout out to everyone that even puts time into their costume, um, you know, has passion just even like and confidence to even be in that costume and show a million people like, you know, be out of their comfort shell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, you, you definitely want to choose like, you know, maybe like a best male version, a best female and maybe like a kid that way, like everyone is kind of been selected and like evenly among the crowd because at first I remember we had chose I think it was two cosplays or something that they were both male and we hadn't had a female yet and we're like oh this isn't fair like we need to make sure it's distributed evenly like something like that so you have to make sure that like not only is it is it equal but you also want to make sure that like you kind of you kind of can see what is bought and what is made like you have to pay attention to detail and it's one of those things that you want to definitely award someone where you know, like, they put in a lot of time and craftsmanship. Okay. What's the furthest you've ever traveled for a convention? Actually, Dallas, to be surprised. I've traveled just in general my personal life to, like, Florida, New York, California. But with being a Texas-based cosplayer, you kind of get invited to mainly Texas ones. My goal is to be able to go to San Diego Comic-Con or New York or Florida um, maybe even Phoenix, you know, to see Nigiri, uh, Nigiri again. Um, she was fantastic. But it's one of those things where I've only been attending the Texas ones for now because I've only been in like a year. Like, I'm not international professional or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any fun stories that you're willing to share about your favorite con experience? Oh my gosh. Well, for instance, like when you're wearing a corset just to begin with and you're standing on wedges and people are and your boobs of course are pressed up too and these and these awesome fans are like wanting to hug you but like your shoes untied and you're kind of like staring at your shoe like okay how am i gonna like how am i gonna be able to tackle this you know obstacle here things you don't think about when you're building the costume yeah, exactly. You're like, oh my gosh, if it didn't have a corset, this would be so much more comfortable. But wait, if I didn't have a corset, it wouldn't look like a superhero. So uh, that's like just something in general. Like that's just something with a with a costume or a cosplay that I have like experienced. And I'm like, I I'll pack a bunch of extra stuff, but then I won't realize until the moment happens. I'm like, crap. Like this is so unfortunate. <laughs> how, how many different uh, cosplay creations have you made over the last year? Oh my gosh! Um, I would have to say around, I believe it was like fifteen or sixteen. Holy and crap! <laughs> I didn't like, realize it was that many. I didn't even realize it was that many either until literally I counted. I had to backtrack all the way to the Celine and the and the Underworld deal. Um, it was it was amazing, but it was I mean it's amazing how I've done that many. But it also is motivating because my boyfriend Sean like. He's really into it too. So like we'll both get like in this brainstorming we're like, hey, we're gonna do these together, we're gonna do these, these, these. And every time there's a convention, we're like, Oh, we could bring back this old one. No, let's do a new one. Like and then we'll just go like crazy excited about it. So <laughs> like for instance, this Alma City, I'm i I'm bringing three whole new ones 
and that wasn't even the plan to begin with. But, you know, I had such amazing supportive followers that helped support me and getting me new cosplays. So it, like, really helped this year. <laughs> Are all your costumes made from scratch entirely, or do you, like, piecemeal it, buy stuff? How, how does so, that work? So I cannot sew. I personally cannot sew. Um, if I do need something sewn, I go to, like, my, like, amazing tailor or I go to a friend. So I don't make everything from scratch, but I do make, like, the props or accessories, and I, like, design the fashion or layout of it. Um, I first, like, pull up a sketchbook, and I think, okay, I, I look over DeviantArt, I look over different fan art, and I think, okay, like, like I, I basically do a lot of research on the character. I think, okay, this is fantastic, but how can I add texture? How can I add a little more, like, edge to it? Something like that. So I design the look I want, and then I either um, get pieces online, or I make the ex uh, make the accessories, or I go to a tailor to help me like create this whole thing until I learn how to sew. Because I know how to sew a button and a pillow, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how do you begin your design process? Do you see like a character that you want to do, and you just you get on? DeviantArt or whatever, and you're like, okay, let me look at different versions of her, see what I can do, or how does that work? Well, well, for instance, one of the ones that's, that's kind of been inspiring, inspiring me lately is to do ones that are similar to my hairstyle, which is kind of why I did the Thor or mm -hmm. the Storm, stuff like that, because I wore Kamikaze Kaito Jen. She's an anime character from a manga that I loved when I was a kid, but she has this massive hair. Like, we're talking like, it had the bun, it had a giant long ponytail that went past my butt, and it had like two extra clippings with a three-piece wig. So that was my first time experimenting with a three-piece wig and it was horrendous. Like I was crying at the end like, this is so painful, why did I wear this? You know, like so, so things where Sean was like, maybe just do some characters that rock off your natural haircut because one, like no one has your hairstyle with like the blended in the back. It's like, like totally blended in the back. And then, um, you know, and plus it makes you stand out, and it's less of a hassle, and you save money. And I thought, okay. So when it comes to characters, I try to fit something that already kind of saves me some money with, like, having my natural hair. But, yeah, like I said, I do a lot of research on the character, like comic books or movies or previous cosplays. Like, what I like to do is I really don't like doing a cosplay that, like, someone, like, a style that someone else has already done. Like, mm -hmm. I really try to make it my own. So when I see someone wear, like, a, um, a black corset with like the simple little latches on the front, I that inspired me for my Catwoman to get a corset with buckles on it, like something totally different. So I definitely compare other cosplays and then I use that in inspiration to like do the opposite of what they did, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, do you have a favorite costume that you just cannot stop wearing? Like, it's your go-to costume. Ooh. I know this would be a really tough question. That's really tough. Uh -oh. <laughs> Lately, I'm not going to lie, the Catwoman has been one that is very recognizable. If I were Power Girl, I sometimes have people like, oh, look, it's Supergirl, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to correct them. Well, it is know? kind of Supergirl. It's Kara. She's just from a different Earth. <laughs> right? Like, you know, it's definitely a clone, and, like, I'll, I'll, I'll like, brush off and be like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> I'll just totally, like, roll with it. You're kind of right. <laughs> So when you're when you're going to events that are Comic Con related or not Comic Con related, sometimes my Catwoman's my go-to because she's recognizable. Um, the cowl is fantastic. Um, the the corset and shoes. I have these giant stilettos that stand out, or I have like my punk shoes, so it's really comfortable. 
and it's recognizable. But Thor is my absolute favorite because that was one where I did more craftsmanship from it and I was able to make it stand out because Power Girl and Catwoman are very simple cosplays when you really think about it. And Thor had more detail to it. So Catwoman is one I've worn most often, but I'm really, really proud of like my Thor and I that one's my favorite. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who's wanting to get into cosplay but doesn't necessarily know where to begin? Oh... <sighs> Well, definitely for a fact, you only want to do cosplays that you love. If you go do a cosplay because someone else requests or wants you to, like, you're going to get burnt out and not want to do it. Mm -hmm. Because you're putting, like, your time, your energy, your money, and it takes normally, like, weeks or a couple months, depending on when your event is. Mm -hmm. And you just have to love the character. Because if you don't, like I said, you're going to burn out. And no, like, no matter what anyone tells you, because we live in a very judgmental world nowadays, like, if you love the character or if you want if you want to rock something different, like, don't ever feel like you have to copy a, a costume, like, like, uh, sorry, verbatim or, like, completely exact. Like, if you're wanting to do something a certain style, like, don't be afraid to make it your own because that's what makes the cosplay even cooler and that's what makes it stand out even more and, like, really, like, draws in more people. So definitely don't be afraid to like do a cosplay you love because once you're in that costume and you're in that fantasy world, like your geekism is gonna show and then you're gonna have more fun and it's gonna be a more positive experience for you because if you do a character you don't really care for, you're like, Oh man, this is lame, like why am I doing this? you know? So don't let anyone like don't let anyone get to you, don't let anyone judge you and definitely do like characters that you love most. Okay, here's a tough question. This is out of the geek world. What, oh, okay. what what do you do for work? <laughs> oh man, yeah, like that's totally fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, technically, my title is an inside sales representative or an account manager. So, basically, what I do is I um, sell Dell products or storage um, mm-hmm. data products for computers at a cheaper price. And I don't really go out and like talk to customers and sell them. I actually am like the behind the scenes girl, like at the desk and like puts all the information in the accounts and I like store everything. I'm like a secretary as well. So that's what's kind of cool is that I don't have to like interact with a lot of people. I can just kind of like have my own piece about it. And I also, um, but still get my fun through like my social media and like my conventions and like have my social life with my friends and family and stuff. So it's a nice little balance. Now, is cosplay something that you would like to do as a profession, or do you want to just kind of keep it as a hobby? Oh, you know, a lot of people have told me, they're like, you know, Madison, you can totally go professional with this. Like, you're so good at what you do, and you're so, like, great with your fans. And I totally agree with all of that, but I definitely like stability, and I believe that a professional cosplayer is someone who travels, like, who is being requested at cons, who is making, like, hella bank, and you know they have like amazing patron whatever it's called patreon and you know they're 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 going places with it mm-hmm. um i've only been it in a year and granted i have grown very quickly i grew from like a thousand followers to like 32 in hold on scare the crap out of me i thought my door opened <laughs> um and <laughs> sorry i was like <gasps> somebody's gonna be standing in the background Oh my gosh, I've seen too many scary movies. <laughs> like, anyway, um, what's it called? Uh, so I grew so fast. Like most cosplayers who I, I um, 
who I was first exposed to or became friends with, they've been doing this for years, and I grew very fairly quickly. And they all tell me, like, yeah, I should totally be professional, but, you know, I, I like to have, like, a steady paycheck. I like to be able to do something I went to school for. You know, I if the opportunity arises where I get invited to cons and out of state or out of the country, hell yeah, I'm totally gonna take that opportunity. But I'm not gonna go around and tell and call myself a professional cosplayer when I only do this for a hobby. So let's discuss fandoms. Do you have your top five favorite fandoms? What are they? <laughs> oh, She's gonna okay. Be like, so I I definitely love Star Wars. We've we've kind of gone over that. I literally have like a 1970s Tauntaun like hanging over there. It's, <laughs> It's, I don't like to touch it because the oils on my skin could mess it up. But yeah, I, I definitely love Star Wars. I definitely love Disney. I've always grown up watching Disney movies. My aunt like owns every single Disney movie ever made. So every time we wanted one, we would every time we were on her side of town, we would like go take the ones we wanted to borrow. <laughs> We'd like take them back. Um, like a library. Like right, like it felt like Belle and Beauty and Beast, where she's like staring at all her amazing books. She's like, "These are all that I want," and I'm like, "But I love all the Disney movies, and these are all that I want." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a pretty decent, you know, gaming shelf or bookshelf over there. Like it's just like that, except all Disney movies. Yeah, those are all games. Oh, that's that's really impressive. <laughs> I like can't I can't I'm not a gamer. I can play DDR. I can play DDR really well. That's like pretty much my video game. But yeah, anyway, back to your question, because I tend to ramble. Uh, Star Wars, definitely. Disney, Marvel, for sure. I understand Look, that you're just I, trying to buy time. No, no. I love Marvel. Like, as you can see, this is my little Captain Pop doll. She has this massive cute head. I love Pop dolls as well. I don't even know if that's a fandom. I'm just going to say it, because I collect them aggressively. Sailor Moon. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm doing a punk Sailor Moon. <laughs> I was in a comic I don't think you're Darling, like, how excited I am about this cosplay. I watched every episode. I own all the movies. I own, like, a bunch of just dolls and stuff that, like, probably is weird for a 22-year-old to own. <laughs> so Sailor Moon is my fourth. I don't have a fifth one. So we're, we have hardcore four ones, though. Like, that's, that's even better. <laughs> better. Quality over quantity. Yes. Well, well let's do this. What, what, out of the four... Mm -hmm. What is your favorite? I'm assuming Star Wars. Yeah, honestly, I I cannot I cannot betray Star Wars. I mean, literally, both my parents like raised me in the Force. Okay, so I now have an Ultra Saber. I mean, I got the legit four hundred dollar one thanks to my amazing boyfriend. Um, I have my own little Jedi cosplay now. I I have like original action figures. Like, my dad didn't allow me to touch him, like, for, like, 12 years. He was like, you are not allowed to touch these. I'm like, you are making this so difficult. Toys so, are meant to be played with. I know. I was like, what's wrong with you? You just let them sit up in the attic. Like, I would just literally, like, he would be moving things, and I would just, like, out of the attic, and I would just stare at him, like. <laughs> He's like, no. This <laughs> is so awful. But, no, I love Star Wars. Like, even though everyone, everyone makes fun of episode one, but like the pod race, I was always and I was always obsessed with the pod race. Um, even when I'm like driving to work and I hear a sound that's like the pod race, I'm like, <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> I get so excited. <laughs> and I mean, just the concept of the force too. Like, you know, I'm personally a Christian, so it's one of those things where like Holy Spirit is very powerful, and the force is like, you know, you don't see it, but you feel it and you believe it. And I thought, man, it's like Jesus. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> So that's like definitely what uh, I love, and 
I just think that we need to all get legit lightsabers and we need to slay the dark side. That's what needs to happen. That's <laughs> my dream job. <laughs> That's the dream job. <laughs> yes. What would you say you were? A more of a prequel type girl or original trilogy? Well, I definitely grew up with the prequels. Like, the prequels and it was one of those things where I grew to really appreciate the special effects of the prequels, but I respect and love the original story because the prequels would never have happened without the original story. And honestly, Carrie Fisher and Han Solo are bae, like, let's be real. And um, not because the romance version, because this is, this is a sci-fi movie, but just, just uh, Han Solo's acting. Like, I'm a fan of him in general. Like, I grew up with Indiana Jones movies. And Carrie Fisher, I didn't really see anything else in besides Star Wars, but just her sass, man. It inspired me as a woman. <laughs> now, would, would you go more crazy if Harrison Ford was at a convention than you did with Mark Hamill? Oh, my gosh. I think I would, but I've heard he's really sour sometimes. So it'd be one of those things where I know Mark, I knew Mark was going to be sweet no matter what. So I was able to be like, oh, I've been doing this. But I think if I were to encounter Han Solo, I would be a little more excited. But I also would know, crap, if I annoy this guy, he's going to be mean to me. <laughs> I really like how you referred to him as Han Solo. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? So I think it'd be one of those things where it's like Han. I would be like, eter like internally freaking out. And I want to be like, oh my gosh, I love you. But I wouldn't want him to like say something rude and then like crush all my hopes and dreams you know <laughs> no offense to him but like he's gonna be him and that's great but I don't I get easily sensitive so <laughs> I'm just gonna like admire him afar just remember he crashes planes sorry Harrison <laughs> damn it <laughs> oh shoot that was great <clears throat> do you have any future cosplay plans that are related to Star Wars <gasps> I really want to do Ventress like Ventress that once I awesome. Dude, well, one, like, she has this really cool, like, white alien-looking skin. Mm -hmm. I already have white contacts from my storm, so I can just apply that. Um, she has two red lightsabers, which makes, you know, fighting scenes more cool. If anyone wants to randomly duel me, I probably would still lose. Um, and I don't think I would do the... the What is that called? <laughs> the the ball, ball cap, cap version? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't think I would do the ball cap version... Someone showed me an original picture of her, like, having a shaved hair side, and I was like... She does in the comics. Oh, my gosh! Yes, that so screams Miss Madlove. It's saying, like, like you need to do this. Yeah, like, I was going to say, she like, has a wicked hairstyle in the comics, so... Exactly! And I'm actually not familiar with the comics, I, I, I will be totally honest with you, but I have done research on her costume, and I, I like the comic book version. It's a little too, like structured in my opinion i really like the clone wars version so i think what i would probably do is rock the hairstyle of the comics but then like modify the costume to kind of be more like along the lines of the clone wars version one last star wars question i'm okay. sure you saw the trailer yes for the new movie <laughs> yes <laughs> what do you think luke meant at the very end by all the jedi or the jedi must end my heart. I really think it means that Luke is going to die because let's I mean let's face it, Qui-Gon died. Obi-Wan died. <laughs> Anakin died. Uh, they're not all Skywalkers. Han Solo died. Like it's just one of those things where like it's just one of the tragedy 
parts of a series is that characters die off. If you watch Game of Thrones, you are fully aware of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I really think that Luke is going to die, or he believes that the Jedi really does need to stop fighting um, the Empire, which I think is so awful. Like, believe in yourself. Like, positive vibes. Like, you can do this. You're strong in the Force. Like, Ray, hello. I'm like, I'm pretty convinced that Ray is his granddaughter, and he is just being an old fart, and he is just being cranky, and is not his young, energetic self anymore. So, I believe that Luke is going to die, and I'm going to cry, because now I've already met him, it makes it so much more meaningful for me. And I will wear waterproof mascara. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. All right, so now what I want to do is just kind of go ahead. Uh, this is the part of the show where I just I, I have a random question generator, and I ask five random questions. Has, has nothing to do with cosplay. Just get kind of get to know you. So okay. here we go. First question. What is your favorite pizza topping? Oh, my gosh. I actually love green bell peppers and, like, Italian sausage. Like, I always get meat lovers. Oh my gosh, keep the doors opening. But I love green bell pepper and like meat. I was like, those are my favorite toppings. <laughs> Someone's going to come bursting through the door any minute. <laughs> I know! And I'm going to scream while you murder you have to edit it. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, like, you might have to take off your headphones. <laughs> if you can meet anybody in history, past or present, who would it be? <gasps> oh my gosh. I can it, can it be fictional or does it have to be like a real person? Sure, let's go fictional too. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. Wait, wait. Um, sorry, I'm saying that wrong. Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. Oh my gosh, I was such a fan of Jane Austen's writing, and I felt like Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice was like my past self in another life. So definitely Elizabeth Bennett. She's known to be like proud and sassy and like really blunt to men, and back then that's not the kind of thing you did. And that's like me today. So definitely Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. If you can invent a holiday, what would it be? a really good question. <laughs> I think I would invent a holiday for girls with half their head shaved off. <laughs> but, I mean, that that would be only a small amount of people to do it, but it would inspire more people to be more drastic. Half shave day? Yeah. <laughs> trying to think what it's called. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Oh. She's like, I gotta find it. Right? Well, I actually have all the books, like, on my wall. I have, like, a bookshelf for a, a, a headboard, like a bedboard. Mm -hmm. And I kept every book that I read. So, I'm looking at it right now. The Wedding or The Choice by Nicholas Sparks. I know that's really basic. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> But I, I was always a fan of his writing. I really was. Because he was a male, and he embraced, like, love like a man. And I thought, not in a, like, a gay or sensitive way. It's just, like, a, being a true man is being able to love your wife or significant other. So I, I really liked his writing. And I think that's the last one I read. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad it just wasn't something like Fifty Shades of Grey or something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's so funny. The last book I read was... <laughs> A whole nother fantasy world, guys. <laughs> Dang it. 
All right, last question. What is your dream job? Well, I made a joke about it earlier of being, you know, ultimate like, Jedi Knight of the of the Jedi Council and being able lie, to awesome slay job. the Dark Knight. Um, honestly, I, I'm I'm probably going to stop to go with that answer, but no, like, in, in a fantasy world. Honestly, my dream job is to be a marketing director for, so, like, something like Comic-Con or something like Santico's. Something to where, like, I get to help put out there, like, the geek world for more people because mm-hmm. I have an eye and a vision and design for things but I don't want to be the one to do all the work because it's one of those things where being a marketing major where I manage all of my marketing by myself like it can get exhausting oh, I used yeah. to post like four times a day and granted it helped me grow very fast <clears throat> but at the same time I was burning out you know and I was starting to not enjoy it for a little bit so I'd take a little mini break so I would much rather be the marketing director and say like hey guys like we know we know people like you know, Marvel or, or DC, you know, like, let's work with these. Like, I would just want to help delegate and help lead a, you know, geek marketing director, something like that. So I think that's going to be it on the random questions. Let's go ahead and start wrapping this up here with this final question. Do you have any parting words of wisdom that you would like to share about cosplay? Yes. Um, uh, no matter what people tell you, whether if it's your family or your friends or you have like petty jealous people like just always be you please don't ever feel like you have to be anybody else because you were made specifically to be you and I think that you everyone needs to love themselves and everybody needs to understand that you are loved and I think that you like honestly as an individual like just be proud of what you like don't be ashamed of like your own geek your your geekisms or your geeky ideas and and if you want to like game and be like a master gamer at this game then do it if you want to create movies or you want to create videos like do it like just do what you love and life is just really really too short we we get so focused and wrapped on the negative things in the world and then like all that does is is stress you out and then you can't even enjoy your life for how short it is so I definitely think you should enjoy your life you should laugh a little more less crying and enjoying your time around you and just don't be ashamed of who you are it's okay to cry if it's good tears right <laughs> yes. yes I completely agree <laughs> well how would our learners get the how, how would our followers I'm sorry get to learn more about you well, they can follow me on, you can go to www.missmadlove.com. It's super simple because it's just my cosplay name. There, that website will have all of my links to my Facebook, to my Twitter, to my Instagram, my store envy with all my prints, and any other link I'm going to have up there, it's going to be like on that website. It'll have a little emoji there. So that is the fastest way to see all of my online platforms. All right. Well, then that's going to do it for this episode of the Cosplay Connection. Thank you so much, Madison, for joining me on this episode. To all of you watching out there, remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com for future episodes of the show and other content. And as always, thanks for watching. Thank you.